The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. And boom, welcome back to our second ever The Adventures of Toxic City podcast. Um, thanks for coming back, man. We got a lot of awesome feedback on our first podcast we did with Mr. Bill Kurtner. Red a Voice actually played here recently on our Toxic Music Live event, and it was amazing. Everybody in the crowd was bumping. Renee behind the counter. We had to keep him from dancing on the counters. It was insane. Good stuff. Um, good good. Good jams, man. We love the music. It's in talks, you know. Nothing set in stone, but it's in talks that a uh, Rudder Boys might come back around Christmas. Do a little, do a little Christmas reggae theme, you know. Put on some, put on some Bob Marley wigs, and we'll all get down to joy to the world. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, man, Rudder Boys, thanks for coming out and um, doing that for us. But today we are talking to the illustrious Trigger Creek, who launched our uh, Toxic Music Live events. They're the first band to ever play here. They are musicians. They are collectors. They are gamers. They are tech nerds. They they do video games, card games, everything, man. Um, amazing group of people, awesome dudes, and one dudette or chick or woman for all the uh, groups out there might be offended by the word chick, but she is awesome. And uh, the whole group, we love them. They are part of the Toxic, toxic City family. They, uh, they live here. They're here all the time they're they're either playing or buying growing collections and they're what toxic city is about man we uh we started this place really wanting to build a community and they they dove in and they're a part of what we do um they help out a lot any chance they get with with stuff we need like i said they played here mr mike harris lends us stuff for for all our technical stuff because i am tech unsavvy i know nothing um i'm surprised i can even get this podcast off so he tells me hey plug this into the power cord and turn it on that works and so mike harris thanks for for everything you do for us um and amanda and chris just for coming out here gaming um showing the love and support and all you do but they're they're on the podcast today we're going to talk music we're going to talk gaming we're going to talk collections we're going to talk life um they're awesome so they're here and they're a part of this community that we built here at toxic city let's do a little toxic city spotlight and then we'll move on to our interview man um after uh a break from one of our fellow podcasters, a commercial from one of those guys that, that podcast with us. Um, let's Toxic City Spotlight. If you don't know, now you know. We have an art gallery here, and it's made up of some of the most amazing local artists you'll find out of Houston, out of Dallas, out of, so I can't really say local. Some of them are local, but we just support the, the, uh, the art scene. So we got them all around Texas. We got some from Tulsa. I got some from Louisiana coming in. Different artists we find that we dig. We rotate through artists, so don't think our uh, gallery is always going to be the same. We have new artists popping in all the time. Um, just today, we had uh, Jet Radford showed up with some amazing large paintings uh we really love his style he's filling up our walls with amazing his amazing collection and um just because they're so big he runs out of room it's like hey can you guys hang these and we can we can sell them for you jet let us sell them and so if you're looking for big awesome pieces of batman daredevil wolverine thanos um and per- covers tons of gamut of of superhero characters jet radford um is the man to to come check to to see and you can see his paintings here at Toxic City Comics. They're covering our wall, so come check them out. But today's highlight is not about Jet, even though he's an amazing artist. I want to highlight Mr. Rooster Pop himself. Um, his name is Josie. He's an amazing artist. Um, his company is named Rooster Pop. So if you want to check it out on Facebook or uh, online at uh, roosterpop.com, check them out. Um, you can Facebook, look up Rooster Pop. It'll pop up his work 
is glorious. It's fun. It's cartoony. It tugs at the heart. Um, I, we love his pieces here at Toxic City. He's probably our number one selling artist. He he's an awesome dude. He comes in here. He hangs. Um, little backstory: We met at a, at a, at a Comic Con at Comic Palooza. He also just launched. Um, his bags by Lolo. He has a friend. She calls herself Lolo. She's producing her bags under his line. That's how we found him. My wife saw one of her bags, her little handbags. She fell in love. There are two little Day of the Dead skulls, I think, and my wife is super into that stuff. And she said, hey, come look at this, and grabbed me by my arm, almost broke my arm to come, pulled me a across mounds of people if you've ever been to a comic palooza to check out this dude's table and i saw these bags she fell in love with them we started looking at his art we started talking we hooked up we brought his art into the toxic city gallery and boom a legacy was made of um a toxic city rooster pop merger because we love his work we love his people we just love him as an artist and he's flying off our shelves so if you have not checked out rooster pop he's very influenced by um adventure time and things of that nature um a lot of heart of, of of childhood goes into his uh, his art, man. I love that. I love looking at a piece, and it makes me feel the thing I did when I was a kid with no worries, with no bills, with no whatever. And I think he's really good at and making that come to life. This feeling of nostalgia and and just forgetting about the bad and just focusing on the things that made you smile in your heart. And that's if I can sum up Rooster Pop, man. I think that's uh, that's what it is. He's an awesome artist awesome feeling of nostalgia when you look at his pieces so if you have not checked him out coming to toxic city comics right now check out rooster pops art he's the highlight of our show today as far as things we have in the store and um i mean i think you'll love it if not check him out online and uh, i'm sure he can do some custom pieces for you because he is amazing rooster pop check him out mr josie big shout out to that Uh, on one more note get your calendars out Right now, September 12th, from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m., we are doing Little Heroes Day at Toxic City Comics. It's kind of a follow-up to our Princess Day, but this time it's superheroes, boys, girls, men, women, adults, Aunt Sally. It doesn't matter. We're coming in this place. We're dressing up like superheroes. We're having a huge costume contest. Winners are receiving the first-ever cosplay champion of the year from Toxic City. They're walking home with the trophy. We have three different age brackets. We have 0 to 5. We have 5 to 12, and then we have 12 and up to adult. We're doing a costume contest. We do things big at Toxic City. It's going to be big. It's going to be strong. It's going to be fun. You're going to get a golden trophy to prove that you're better than everybody else this cosplay thing. So we're doing that little Heroes Day coming out. I definitely have a Batman signed up to be here to, to for photo ops for the kiddos. I have a Suicide Squad Harley. Um, so... She's going to be here, man. Harley Quinn herself from the Suicide Squad taking pictures um, with all the kiddos. So bring your little ones out. There's going to be tons of costumes everywhere. Feel free to take pictures with anybody in costume here. We're going to have a little heroes, uh, little course set up in the back for them to bust through through a bunch of city walls and find objects and fight a villain. And uh, we're going to have a little obstacle course in our back room for the little ones. And it's going to be time. There's going to be awards given out. Tons of snacks, tons of fun. We have some artists here. Um, I know Mr. James Lenatis will be here doing headshots, doing his art thing. Um, we have a few other artists on the line coming in. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Mark your calendars. September 12th. That's a Saturday from 12 to 3. Little Heroes Day. Our first ever costume contest. It's going to be so good. Be on the lookout for that. I will stop plugging. I will stop being a commercial. I will start jumping into, after this commercial, our interview with the illustrious first ever group to play Toxic Music Live, 
musicians, collectors, just all around amazing, cool people. Trigger Creek. I'll be back with those guys. Check it out, baby. Hold on. After this message, we're starting Trigger Creek. Boom. Longbox Small Talk is a comedic yet informative view into the world of comic book media with a bearded man child and a punk rock never was been. Join them every Wednesday on the B-Movie and eBooks Network. That's Longbox Small Talk on B-Movies and eBooks.com. And we are coming live from Toxic City Studios, a.k.a. the back room of Toxic City Comics. That's how we roll. There's so much junk in here. But I am coming at you with Trigger Creek. They are the illustrious first band to ever play our Toxic Music Live. That went on. That went awesome. That happened. Um, We have Chris. What it do? What it do? Amanda. (laughs) Hello. And Mr. Mike Harris. What's up? He's definitely... The best part of your band. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Look at Aww. that. Look at that grin. He gets the um, upright bass, man. That's that upright's the best thing. I, I own an upright. We have up. We're, we're sitting on the same side of the table. The upright side. What do you guys? <laughs> down. Whatever. That's all I got, man. It's so awesome. You guys are here. We'll get into why it all. Why it's even more awesome than it normally. Later on in the in the yeah, podcast, because we're here every day anyway. Yeah, you're here every day. <laughs> every day. Let's let's talk some music, baby. Let's talk about you guys are a band. Yeah. Right, Trigger Creek. Yeah. What kind of style? Would you would you describe yourself? That's all on you, buddy. Why is it on me? Did you write? I write it? the music. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in songs. <laughs> no, go. No, I'm no. I was waiting for you. Go ahead. That's all I got. All right. I have no vocals. I'm gonna get y'all to sing before this is over. I don't believe in labels or. <laughs> I don't know, maybe we have a... I play acoustic guitar and sing the songs. Amanda plays the mandolin and then acoustic on a song or two. And then, of course, Mike plays the upright bass. So... And she's definitely the cutest thing in your band. She is. Definitely. It, I love watching you play. You're always in like, this cute little dress, all rockabilly. Um, I, I call you a folkabilly. That's what I... That's why I... It's folky. It's kind of like rockabilly vibe. You know, I'll we, coin that. We little folkabilly. Folkabilly, yeah, okay, I dig it. Yeah, I don't but know. yeah, so it's uh, you know when we were doing the show, I described y'all as kind of old school outlaw country, Johnny Cash with you know young young twist. Are we doing this? Yeah. She's selfie in the middle of podcast. It is uh, <laughs> selfie break. We can't even see that. You can't even see us on the. There's no video. You'll see the microphone through which you are hearing us though. Right. Maybe now we have a picture. Now people know what we look like. So um, terrible. So we're, how, how, how did uh, how did you guys get started playing? What's the deal? I Why did I just, did I just Seinfeld out? I was like, what's the deal? You guys. Right. Well, me and Mike have been playing music together for for a, a while now. What y'all do before Trigger Creek? You're in a band? Do you have a band? Uh, yeah, we were doing something with a friend of ours. Um, what was it called? Forget, I like for, I like to hear I like to, oh, yeah, early like, band names. Forget, forget distinction. That's very what kind of music was like metal, uh, like prog rock, prog metal. Right. Kind of real influenced by forget distinction. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I do that again. Actually, we got that line from uh, the Tao Te Ching. I don't know uh, what that is. Or that actually was from the I Ching, rather. Which it's a. Uh, Did you just get racist in my? How much time yet started? How much time do we got? In my podcast. <laughs> now the the I Ching is a it's an old text and basically it's a it's like a. Oh goodness! Now Justin, one of the other guys that come in here, he's gonna correct me on this, but it's like a, it's an old 
Taoist text. Taoist. It has to do with completely with balance. If there's white, there has to be black. Ah. If there's dark, there has to be light. Everything is a balance. Very yin-yang. Right, exactly. Heel uh, face and wrestling. Yeah, man. I don't, We're doing this. I'm bringing wrestling every podcast <laughs> can, I can. And you're going to get this look on my face every time you start talking. Uh, I'm gonna go, yeah. I heard Undertaker came back last Undertaker night. Undertaker came back. I don't even talk about it. Let's, not, let's another podcast for another day. I'm a little that sounds sick. sounds good because I don't know what's going on. Right. Anyway, though, no, there's a part in there that says uh, forget forget distinction. Forget trying to make, make yourself distinct. Be part of just everything. Don't you – to make it sound bad, you, you're not unique. Quit trying to be unique. Quit trying. It was a basically had to do with kind of like ego death. There's no you. You you are bigger than you're part of the collective. So and for, this, forget being distinct. Right. Forget distinction. Just be. Just blend in. Ah, be a part yeah. of everything. I like how much time and effort we put into the band you're not so, even in anymore. <laughs> like, that was a, this deep. Well, we got the uh, new mixtape uh, dropping. Right. <laughs> Dang, didn't I do some hip hop vocals for that? I think I did. Yeah, I, I um, Long story short. Right. If I was ever a DJ. Short story long. I'd be DJ Tanner. I DJ uh, Tanner. Yeah, I got you. You got me. <laughs> it took me a minute. Come on, <laughs> come on. You ain't no Uncle Jesse up in here. I uh, Mike, you're the quiet. You're so quiet. What do you What do you got over here? Man, I usually don't have much to say. I like that. <laughs> I usually don't shut up. So we're a good pair. We should go on a date. <laughs> this, guy, this got weird. You made it weird. Uh, this guy approached me with this forget distinction band. Right. Uh, wanted me to play bass on it, so I was playing regular electric bass. Right. Not a big boy bass. Yeah, not a big boy You bass. feel more manly now that you play upright, don't Man. you? Man. I like that. And actually, like at that, that point, I'd never even really seen an upright bass. I like at that. At that point. And then, so where did, so from there, was there anything in between that? Not, not really. Not really, <laughs> man. We were kind of just tooling around, and then one day, where me and Mike were playing, and uh, I was like, check out this, I wrote this little country thing, I mean, I'm going to play it for you and let you hear it. Mm-hmm. Mike's not really a country fan. You got, you got phones in the podcast? <laughs> you guys getting texts. Everybody you know is here. Who's texting you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a, Mike's yeah, not a country fan, sorry. Yeah, no. Mike's not really a country fan, but I was like, check out this little country folky thing I did. It actually was the beginning of our song called I Don't Know, which is about... We did not play Saturday. Which we actually did, did not play Saturday. So I maybe never heard. You probably yeah. have never heard. It's on the demo that's floating okay. around. If anybody has a demo, it's on the demo. People were digging that demo. Free demos? They were just giving out free demos? It's free stickers. stickers. That's just, you know, that's DIY. I like that. That's oh, old yeah. school. You know what I'm saying? It's not about marketing. It's about... A lot of time and effort went into recording those. Getting on the streets and, you know, <laughs> like doing that. what it do. No, okay. <laughs> You're the most gangster country band I've ever <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Anyway, so I was like, check out this thing I wrote, man. So I played it for him. He's like, oh, you know, I dig it. I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. And uh, So he kind of played around just on the regular electric bass with it and kind of went from there. And then, and then one day. One day I went to work. <laughs> and while he was at work, Mike and I decided to go to the pig pen and have a fun day drinking Day. Day <laughs> all about, good stories usually start off that way. Go ahead. About like an hour into day drinking, I was like, you know what? I have $800 sitting at my account and no bills to pay right now. I'm going to go buy a mandolin. That's never happened to me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted him and I was like, you're just going to have to find out when you get off. And he somehow worked magic to get off work and be at Guitar Center 30 or 40 minutes before we got there because we were still drinking. Awesome. <laughs> I get up, yeah, I get off work fully dressed. Trigger, trigger Creek parties. <laughs> I know how to party. Yeah, how Trigger Creek gets started? Day drinking. Yeah. That's the two-word answer. All right. Yeah, so I get off work, and I'm like, all right, I'll meet you at the uh, Guitar Center. I get up there, and I'm walking around literally 30, 45 minutes before they even get there. So, of course, they show up drunk with cash. 
And then kind of... Her thing was, I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not being in the band. I'm buying the mandolin just to play. I just want to learn it. Okay, cool. This was, what, July? And six <laughs> weeks later, I played my first show. This was July. <laughs> so you, like, learning... As you're learning, you're playing shows. Yeah. That's awesome. It's Actually, just it's been a year... Since I've bought it, you guys are so, you're so punk rock. That's like the Ramones, <laughs> so punk rock, but country. The country. Yeah. I need like four chords my first show. <laughs> cool. Well, luckily for her, most of the songs we played are only like five. I will say so. this: the first time I saw y'all, this one did not look happy on stage, and I, I was worried. Says that. I know. I just don't like, I, and I was so worried. I said, "What's wrong with Amanda?" And then your friend was like, "Oh, she's she's concentrating." That's yeah, what she I, like when I she just, plays. She's, yeah, she does smile. smile. And you did smile a lot when you were playing here on. Yeah, that's because you were standing City in the background. <laughs> Big smiles, and it was so good. Plus, you know so how close good. we are to pig pen, so. <laughs> all right. She's like, but it's nighttime. I only drink during the day. That's all I do. Sunsets, I'm usually done by then. No. So, that's cool, man. So that's that's the history of Trigger Creek. A mandolin buying in, in a drunken blindness. I like that. And then you wake up with a country instrument. <laughs> uh, right. You know, the same thing happened to me, but it was with the lap steel. I'm just kidding. Never. <laughs> oh, well, well, we're actually looking for a lap steel. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So That's super awesome. So that's the little little Trigger Creek history. What are y'all biggest influence as far as music goes? Is it any country artists or y'all just kind of ended up there? Uh, we both just grew up listening to country and so I mean... Like who? Like everybody. Everybody. Oh, like Garth Brooks, Shania Twain, you know the, the ew, real no, legends. Ew, no, no, <laughs> We're like Hank and Johnny and Waylon. And... I feel that. Oh yeah, let's we'll see. Right now we have a cat at the house named Hank, a cat named Loretta, <laughs> my snake that just died. His name is Waylon. Rest in peace, Waylon. Rest in peace, Waylon Snake. <laughs> I, uh, what happened to your snake? Uh, Can we talk about it? Is this too much? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of soon. All right. He was being stubborn and going through a bad shed yes. and wouldn't eat, and so he starved to death. If we want to just get straight to the point. Dang. Your your snake committed suicide? It did. It really did. Mm. I don't know if he didn't identify as a country singer. I was like, like, I really hate to text you with this, but your your $200 snake is dead. Right. God, dog. Y'all practice at your house? Is that what happened? Uh, He was just like not feeling it? Stop stop pushing this on me, Dad. (laughs) My name's not Waylon. I'm not listening to your music. I don't know. Shed this. I don't know what's next to you. I don't know. And you with the upright. How'd that come about? Mike Harris plays upright. He's a man. I just want to let y'all know. For you regular Uh, bass players out there. It wasn't wasn't about like... (laughs) His... Well, I don't know. We kind of forced it. Mike also is a mandolin player. What? Just on vote, like, noise was. What do you mean? I said Mike sound... Well, you asked Mike a question. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I just had to point that out. We didn't really here. have a choice. We kind of was like, yeah, pretty much. Chris said, if we're gonna do this, you're gonna have to play upright. I went, okay, well, we'll that, try it that's gonna take a while to get one, I'm sure, because yeah. it's pretty expensive. So our first show, I played on my electric. I had an electric fretless. Pretty much the same difference. Right. Well, after the show, we get to talking with a buddy of ours in Blackgrass, Chris Barnes. And somehow, some way, he's like, you know, I'll let you borrow my old one. I've got this new one. So I said, that's cool. I'll go ahead and take you up on that. Now, a couple weeks later, he finally gets around to getting it to us. Chris goes and picks it up, sends me a couple pictures. I'm like, that's badass, man. Yeah. Can't wait to hop on that guy. And so did you end up buying it from him or what? Actually, that's the other interesting part to that story. <laughs> All right. I was like, you know, I mean, do you want me to pay you something for this, blah, blah, blah? Pretty much it's come down to, you can borrow it, just just 
borrow it till I need it back, which will probably be never. So awesome. And the signatures on it is that from him or from you? No, that's actually from that but base. That base has been everywhere. The, yeah, that's from him touring. There's yeah. a let's see. There's a autographs on there from a band called the Booze Bombs from Germany. Awesome. There was a bunch of stickers that uh, we had to peel off, and we started doing body work on it. I forgot. Man, there's bands from all over the world <laughs> on that base. The base has seen a lot of stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Actually, if he forgot the other part, as far as playing the bass, he hadn't. Oh, yeah. Like we had talked about actually getting him one, and he had talked to Chris Barnes about you know borrowing one and whatever. We got all that set up. The well, thing is, the first time we actually uh, went to go see our friends at Blackgrass Gospel play on Radio Free Galveston, uh, they were doing a show with Christopher Flores out in San Leon. So we all went to watch them. When we got there, like, oh, you know, Trigger Creek's here. Let's have them uh, play. This was before we ever played. This is when we were trying to plug the uh, show at Daryl's, our first oh, show. Yeah. We hadn't even played our first show yet. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you got to get up here and play. And we're like, man, we don't have any earned instruments. We just kind of came to hang out. Of course, Hal from Blackgrass was like, oh, Chris, you can play my uh, acoustic. And uh, there wasn't a mandolin there. But I was like, okay, well, Mike, you can play the upright bass. It's like, well, Mike's never touched one before. Right. We've only talked about it, but we never touched one. And so then before we knew it, we'd been talked into playing uh, a couple of songs live on the air. And... Uh, Mike, sure enough, got up there and played the upright bass for these three or four songs of ours, and he'd never touched one in his life. And actually, so it was surprising. The first time he ever played one was live on the air. That's awesome. Before we ever played our first show. You guys, it's like the Johnny Cash story. I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is sitting across from me right now. Claire Lippin. Oh, yeah. So, Joaquin. Um, that's awesome, man. So, you guys played our first ever Toxic Music Live, we live at Toxic blast. City Comics. At, I'm just kidding. I'm just keep plugging. I'm, I'm a plugger. I'm a plug Toxic City all day long. And um, that sounded really weird. I've never called myself a plugger before. I don't know why to talk. Getting on that guy, so. <laughs> right, he was on. He was about me plugging. <laughs> Anyways, plug. so you guys played our first show uh, here. We're doing this music thing. Um, what do you guys think, man? Tell, tell me the feedback. Tell me what you guys. And not, you don't have to suck up just because my shop's awesome. You just gotta um, <laughs> tell me, man. What, what are y'all thinking? Talk to me. You live. You're the inaugural guest. I thought it was a good turnout. Inaugural. Yeah. I tried to make Better a point word. during the show to try to. I think so. It's okay. Good, is that yeah? <laughs> Strategery. Google. I tried to get the. Uh, <laughs> I tried to get there during the set. I made it the point to ask how many people had never been to the shop before. Right. And surprisingly, I was. I'd say, conservatively, fifteen people raised their hands. And so when we're doing this, we love. We'll play a show. If anybody that'll have us, we'll play a show. But of course, we love the shop. We love coming out here to Toxic City Comics. Not like we don't live here anyway. Located at right. the Goldway Plaza. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. <laughs> toxic, toxic, toxic City Comics. <laughs> Sunday, 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 Sunday. We're closed usually. Right, but we'll open up for wrestling events randomly. <laughs> right. there, yeah. And uh, possibly a Hero Cooks tournament. Who knows? All right. Um, no, so I try to. The whole purpose of this is to get more people to the shop, to a little bit of exposure, maybe to bring people that wouldn't normally come to the shop out. So, I thought it was really cool. I was not expect. Honestly, I wasn't expecting that much, because mm-hmm. I'd seen most of the people there in the crowd before. So, but it had never occurred to me that I'd never seen them here. So I mean, just that fifteen to twenty, give or take, that had right. never been here before. I see what we have about thirty-ish, thirty-five, forty, something like that. That night, I, think, I would say yeah, yeah, 40, 30, 40, 40 people. Yeah. It was an amazing turnout. People. It was awesome. Uh, actually, I mean, we had people sitting all the way back to the counters. Yeah. And then uh, it was just the reception of it was great. We had to just get Mike the, from dancing on the counters. He was 
party animal. I know. Sometimes I get wild. Mike, okay. Once Mike sees those $1 bills, his, <laughs> his, his college days kick in oh, and he can't <laughs> shake what your mom gave you. I know. I know. But no, we had a blast, man. We loved playing. It was fun because we did the 30-minute original set. So we kind of played a little bit of our music, took a little break, and then after, after it was over, we just got up there. And With a random <laughs> acoustic upright duo of the beautiful people from Marilyn Manson, yeah. I might add fun. you in the cover. That was fun. People were like, really? And they were into it. Like People stopped what they are doing and went and sat and watched y'all. There was like game tournaments going on. People just stopped. Just stopped. Yeah. We did the Rick Ross cover. The Rick Ross <laughs> cover was good. Yeah, um, so the, cover, the little cover set, that was fun. But, man, we had a blast, and we'll do it again as soon as we... Tell us we're there. All right, man. No, we we're, we're in talks right now doing a. Um, <laughs> I'm a plug in full doing a Trigger Creek um, live from Toxic City album. Like their I'm next down. their next demo would just be live here with crowd noise, claps. You know, I think it'd be. We're giving super everybody cool. the claps, or we'll take anybody that would <laughs> give us the clap when they right. to watch the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm a giving clap fool. I plug stuff. I give claps. I'm all over the place. Kind of bummed. <laughs> <laughs> kind of bummed we didn't get invited to the the David Arquette, you know, party uh, we had. <laughs> right. I, I think that was in the past. I don't know. It got weird. Bill Kerner. I don't know. I think I think that one's gonna air after you guys. I don't know. So oh, okay. it's gonna be weird. People are gonna get it later. I, I might air it before. I'm not sure. Something, but something may have occurred. Right, right. We, um, we've been, I've been recording a lot today. I've been a lot of podcasts. Um, as far as, uh, let's get into your nerddom. Let's get into some nerdiness. What are you guys into? What what, are you, what brings you on to Toxic City? You're here a lot, and I love it. love when you come in. We love the community. We love the vibe. That's what we do. We're about building, I hate to say it sound cheesy, but uh, Derek, not Rick, that we're always talking yeah, about. Derek. Derek, Derek, Derek yeah. not Rick. Um, he, you, get, you get you know, 15% added to your bill if you come in and call him Rick. Right. <laughs> and um, he... Uh, He'll be actually be on the other half of this podcast, maybe um, reviewing stuff. So, but he he's always talking about you know oh we want to be and this sounds cheesy the chairs of comic book stores where everybody knows your name and I feel what he's saying I get it you know what I'm saying that's the kind of vibe we're throwing out and we're getting that man we're getting tons of, of repeat <laughs> customers that just hang out on these couches and we talk movies we talk comics we talk about whatever um, and so what's your what's your vibe what, what let me, before y'all go because y'all here a little more than Mike Mike how are you feeling about the store man how do you uh, Man, this store's terrible. I like that. No. I like the realness. <laughs> I like how real it is. He just threw a match in a pile of paper. Uh, nah, I just come here because I can... I will say this. Most of the audio-visual, the AV club stuff in the store is brought to you by Mr. Mike Harris. Because I can't work a projector or barely a computer. And he usually bails me out of stuff, so... No, I mean, I'm a little bit of a geek as is anyway. More kind of with the gaming side of things and... <laughs> Starting to kind of get into comic books, I guess. I, mm-hmm. I bought the Fight Club uh, comics. You've yet to open either of them. No, they're good. I'm going to get good. into them, though. I'm going to tear into We talked a little bit about them last podcast, or next podcast, or I don't know when this what stuff's going to air. I think there's a podcast. But I can tell you the one unique thing, I mean, there's a lot of unique things here, but the big thing that catches me off guard is just you walk in and you got the old school Super Nintendo sitting over there for people to chill out and play. you got That's the cool. 64 That's over awesome. there. you got the SNK. 
I oh, do. Man. <laughs> and then I saw that MVC Deuce, man. Don't, <laughs> don't want to bring me back to those days. <laughs> and we have like artists that are like building stuff around what we have, like a uh, Gabriel Pressmax graffiti artist out of Galveston. Who I don't know if y'all noticed though. You noticed the Vaders? We were oh, talking yeah, about I some Vaders. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram. I didn't even get that. That's Lakin. Miss Lakin's getting the Instagram up, but uh, he he was talking to me, man. He said, "Hey, uh, yeah, I've been really wanting to do a Ryu, a Ryu like pop art piece." And uh, he's an awesome graffiti artist. And I said, "Hey, bro." This is a big giant, you know, Street Fighter game. Pretty much is SBC Chaos, and he's like, "Oh, maybe we can hang it right above it." So he was like, "I've been looking for a reason to do a Ryu." So, you <laughs> know, we'll have sad. some more my, game art. My top, yeah. <laughs> my top hashtag is Toxic City. I love it. <laughs> she reps, repping really hashtag. You gotta rep that Toxic City. <laughs> you know, if you're just sitting on your phones right now, you need a hashtag something. You have the urge, <laughs> the need. Hashtag yeah. Toxic City Check comments. Out my See, look at that. Boom. Look at that. Right now, you go look. Babe, let me get get six bills. Still six (laughs) bills. Okay, present back. (laughs) Get a set of four pop art. War. Warholian style. Or, I guess you can say. <laughs> is that a word? Did I just make up Warhol- another word? Warhol- I think Warhol- that was out. Warhol- Warhol- <laughs> and so, Mr. Chris, I know you've been here. You've been jumping this stuff before. This man, I, I, I didn't cause a, a ruckus in this man's life. I am somewhat of a uh, Funko Pop collector. And I introduced these Funko Pops <laughs> to, I would say, even a Padawan in this situation, Mr. Uh, Chris Gray. And um, tell me, tell me what you got on that. Oh, uh, about tree fitting. About tree fitting. <laughs> right now, in layman's terms, thirty-seven on top of my entertainment. Thirty-seven center. pops, and how long? In the span of how we got, long? We got thirty. We got thirty-seven, and uh, one a month and a half. Thirty-seven uh, pops. That's. Yeah. Are we? We're gonna have to have an intervention. That is. <laughs> well, I touch my pops, and we got a problem. I mean, it took me. I, I mean, I can lie. I've, I've between eighty and hundred, somewhere around there. But it's taken me a few years. Well, you have been doing it for six weeks. To, I have not been doing it for six weeks. I did not go big. Man, I got four started, kids at the house. Actually, it all started up here at the Toxic City Comics. Plug, plug, plug. Right. We had a we had movie night. It was the first ever movie night. We did Big Trouble in Little China. Where was that? Here. Right Toxic, here. Toxic Comics. City Comics. <laughs> Saturday <laughs> night. They gave away the low pan. Oh, that's what it was. We gave away one low pan pop. One low and pan I pop. Miss Amanda has won a lot of our contests. She, I don't know if she has them rigged or what, but she's been I winning some contests. I can't help it. I'm very competitive. She is. And she I goes, don't like She goes lose. big. She doesn't go <laughs> home. It wasn't the glow in the dark one, Matt. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks exclusive. So looks exclusive. exclusive. <laughs> yeah, no, of, what, of the 37, uh, 32 of them are exclusive in some way. I like that. They're exclusive. But to some a you shopper. just gotta love. You just oh, gotta love. I, my favorite the one. Comments. I'm with my, it. My favorite one is a comment. It's a Liliana vest from the Magic series. Cause I'm a huge Magic fan. I, and last Father's Day, not 2015, but Father's Day 2014, and that's what was the very first pop that started this whole collection thing. I and feel that. I'm in it, bro. You're preaching to the choir. You know, I got a, I got a little pop uh, scar on my vein just like you. You know what I'm saying? Just, just a little Funko, boom, right there, right there. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get I'm trying to go down. I'm trying to bring my collection down. The Harry Potter ones just dropped. I know. I'm trying I'm to like, get that uh, that Vincent Vega and that uh, Jules off of you. I got that. I got a little Pulp Fiction line, you know. But I don't like to, you know, I like to throw it out the grown men Funko pops. I'm in it. I'm a, grown, I'm a grown man with a beard and a, has a giant set of Funko Pops. I'm okay with it. I even my other glasses broke and I had to get my old glasses that look exactly like your glasses almost. And somebody, so now we, somebody stopped me the other day. We were at the, during the show. I came out of the back and uh-huh. one of the kids that was playing Hero Click stopped me. It's like Chevy, hey, you got that thing? And I was like, what the hell? Uh, that's what are you awesome. talking about? And he's like, you're not Chevy. 
No. That's okay. The I'm other day, Chevy. you were helping someone behind the counter, and I thought it was him, and I was about to walk up and put my arm around you, and I was like, that's Chevy. And that would have got weird. <laughs> I'm into weird, though. I'm cool. Hey. I'm cool. So um, that's on your, your comic collection. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen grow. That thing's growing. What, man, what do y'all... What, and you've been reading. Mike, you've been reading? You picked up a couple comics? But you haven't read them. I haven't read them yet. But I like that. You feel, you feel like cooler because you have the other ones. A little Fight Club action, right? A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the Fight Club. But what do you guys love about comics, man? Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a weird... weird. <laughs> that's a hard question. It is. What do you love about comics, Chevy? Oh, man, that's a deep get I'm one. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> Don't try and flip the script. Wow. <laughs> he just came with it. He came with it. Uh, I mean, I get weird, weird long answers, but man, I've I've loved. I've collected comics. Um, here's my comic book story. I've collected comics since I was a kid, and it, it's a thing. I just started. Had this big collection. I say big. I had a, you know long box, um, really, but over the years and. Uh, I talk like my dad's gone. My dad's not gone. He's still here. We hang out all the time. But I say, it was a thing between me and my dad. He would take me to these comic book shops, and my mom would be like, only buy him one comic. And my dad would be like, all right. And he'd be like, which one you want? And I'd go to the wall. You know, the wall comics. I'd be like, I want that one. And so he bought me first appearance of Gambit. You know, Wolverine number one. At that time, they were going for 30, 35 bucks. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Which, for a kid, to one comic book for 30 bucks is a big deal. And so my, my dad would be like, all right, I bought him his one, but he'd get me whatever I wanted. And, and that was always cool to me. And so I kept him forever, forever, forever. Got married. When I first got married, I lived in this little house um, that, that belonged to my wife's aunt. And so nobody's lived there since like the 1950s. We moved in. It was one bedroom, so small, young couple, blah, blah, blah. We moved out and we left some stuff there because we could always come back. It was my wife's aunt. Nobody's been in the house for 50 years or whatever. Yeah. Put my comics there. And then one day I went back and they were gone. And apparently Amanda, my wife, had this crackhead cousin that stole all our stuff for drug money in my entire collection. Giant oh. long box of stuff I loved since I was a kid that I was going to hand down to my kids was gone. It was so sad. But I've got a a lot of the ones that I really loved back, um, you know, over the years, and, and it's the storylines, it's the the imagery, the the uh, I mean, you know, it just takes you from the real world into a to a fun place. I mean, it's just superheroes are they're awesome. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's hard to like I know I asked the question, but it's hard to answer. But, <laughs> no, but, it really is. It's well, the first I was never I would have never considered myself big into comics when I was growing up with my grandparents. I it was kind of the same thing, but like. They would always buy me a comic book when we went to the store, and it was I was always a big X Men fan growing up. I loved X Men. Like, for whatever reason, I was. They like, just came out with the X Men ninety two series. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, it's I know. The, I it's got the. the re- uh, never mind. It's the new fifty two. Yeah. Right. Right. Anyway. <laughs> no. I, yeah, I'm about to look into that. But I was always a big X Men fan. I had they had trading cards with all the X Men, and I had the whole set. Right. Uh, comic books. I had. I was in here talking. I was. I had one comic in a safe, and I always remembered it. It was a. Somewhere in the 200s, X-Men of... It was uh, Wolverine fighting Sabretooth was one of the big... Okay. For life, I don't remember what number it was. I was 9, 10 years old when I had it. Yeah. And, of course, when my grandparents died, it was in a safe, but that safe, of course, has been gotten into, and it's not going to surprise me if that got shot into somebody's arm or snorted up or something. Right, right, right. That one particular comic, it might not be worth anything money-wise, but to me, it was huge. And that's... uh, So, right now, I'm on a trek to find what issue that was. That's cool. I, I just want that one... I'm gonna start reading around it, but then yeah, yeah. when I started coming yeah, to the I, shop, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up one of these comics, check out what it's about." So I picked up the first copy of the revamp of Omega Men, and uh, which I still haven't got issue two yet. But <laughs> it won't come in, right. but I picked subject. that up, and it was. I mean, I was like, "Man, you got three bucks? Yeah, I got, I got three bucks. I'll throw three bucks down on the Omega right. Men." And I read it, and I was like, "This is really cool, man. They killed White Lantern. Let's let's see what happens." And 
You get sucked in, right? Whether you want to or not. So right now I'm reading that. I'm reading the the Bizarro comics, which is like a six issue set of retarded Superman. That's funny. <laughs> but no, it's, it's that's cool. And then we're starting to get into a few more different series. Like you said, it kind of takes you away from whatever's going on in your life. You can take that. 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long that you're just reading right. that little issue. And and if you need more, we got graphic novels, baby. You know what I'm saying? Hey, start off graphic novels. Uh, yeah, all right. And so. right. Right now, I'm in the middle of Batman versus Dracula Red Rain, or Batman and Dracula Red Rain. That's awesome. And my favorite graphic novel is the Superman Red Sun. Mm, where it's cool. a DC Elseworlds. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm right now, I'm in the Fight Club. Reading the Fight Club. It's good, Mike Harris. It's good. You should get in that. I'm going to get to it. I'm, oh, get to it. I'm, I'm doing uh, Old Man Logan. I'm into the Old Man Logan right now. It's pretty legit. I don't want to be... No spoiler alerts here, but there's Logan, and he's old, and he's a man. Um, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that. Um, that's, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it down a little bit. You guys are super tired because let's talk about it. Why? And they're troopers. This is what I'm saying. They're awesome for being here. We thought we were going to cancel. I started doing other podcasts today, recording other people, and these guys call me and say, we're in this. Boom. Let's talk. Why were y'all not going to do it, but then ended up doing it? Well, we spent the last, like, day. And a half. It's like two days almost. It was pretty much, yeah. Well, we spent in the hospital. <laughs> we had 4.30. Let's see. At uh, 4.15. At 4.15 on Monday morning, we were in... Mainland Center ER, because uh, Amanda's expecting. She's 12 weeks, and we thought we were losing the baby. And so, started doing that at 4:15 a.m. Monday morning. Turned uh, out everything was fine, and we left what about 8:39? Let's say we left there around 8:39 that morning. Went back to the house. Like, all right, let's take a nap. Let's let's relax. Let's take it easy. She woke me up again at. 3, 3.30 Said we had to go We had to go I'm bleeding So Packed it up Went up to Mainland Or to uh, Clear Lake Regional Where That's the hospital That the OB That we have is Took it up there Sat in the lobby For 30 minutes Then we got Triaged in <laughs> And then sat in another lobby For uh, about two hours so They sat in another lobby For two hours They did their exam Did another Uh Ultrasound. Ultrasound, all that other stuff. And then they made us sit in this waiting room for like another hour with this lady (laughs) who was like, remember when Peter stubs his knee on the family guy? (laughs) (laughs) And it lasts too long. It's just too long. You're like, family guy, seriously. And really, it's just five seconds while this lady did that. For the hour, the whole hour we were in there. Just, (laughs) ah, oh God, it hurts. No breaks. Uh, And then there was some dude that has holes in his brain, so I'm assuming from doing too much ecstasy in college, and he's mad because he can't go work out. The doctor's like, you can't go work out for like two weeks. So he's on the phone with his bros, and he's like, dude, bro, I can't go work out, bro. I got holes <laughs> in my brain. And they said I might pass out. And so, like, it, we were looking for, every time his phone rang, it was like, thank God, we don't have to listen to the freaking Peter lady go, ah. <laughs> Agonizing. And then finally they were like, 
all right, y'all come back. So after we did that forever, went there, talked to the lady, like, you know what, you're good to go. The ultrasound's fine. The blood work's fine. They're just... Baby's fine. Baby's, Heart rate's baby's fine. fine. Go see your doctor tomorrow. Yeah, like, go, go get in to see your doctor. So the baby is rock and roll. Yeah. Baby They're having a baby. Good. They might name him Chevy. I'm just throwing that out there. That name, if it's a girl, maybe Chevette. <laughs> we're, we're throwing the names out there. But no, on all honesty, from Toxic City family, whatever, we're praying for you guys. We're, we're you know, we're pulling for this baby. Um, and because um, a future future comic book nerd. Yeah, I mean, that's all I'm thinking about is how much money that kid's gonna spend in here. And um, <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> no, I'm At totally Toxic just joking. City but no, and, and so we're throwing it out there. We're throwing the business out there. We are like, and that's that's thing kind of Toxic City was kind of built around a sense of community, man. And you guys are a testament to that. Um, coming in and just being here, man, just hanging out, talking. Oh, yeah. This dude, I'm Day seeing him like anytime long. he grabs a hold of a new game, Chris, he's like, "What's Hero Clicks about?" I mean, and he just gets and he just stares at these things for like hours and sits there, and then a man is yelling at him like we need to go and he's like hold on let me go through these and so like it happens all the time and so I uh, mean we get we, we you know we're we're about you know we, we get intertwined in, in, in our lives there. there's a box that clicks so we can intertwine each other's lives through this idea of maybe collecting or or just movies or discussions or or whatever and so that's what we just we're a hub of that idea and uh, so you guys have been coming in and so you know you I mean, Chloe works here on Saturdays. Uh, Chloe, her, how old is Chloe? Three? Four. four. She's four. four yeah. She just gets behind the counter and is like, all right, I'm at, I'm at work. And, she has more um, customer skills than most 16-year-olds out there that. on their first job. I see job. that. So Chloe rocks it behind <laughs> the counter sometimes. And, um, you know, man, so like I said, we're, we're pulling for this baby. We're in this with you guys. And if y'all need anything from us, you know what I'm saying? So, when, And that's, it's cool because the first time, you know, I said, hey, man, you know, Chris and Amanda, I was telling Renee, who also works behind the counter, who will be interviewed uh, pretty soon in one of the podcasts, too, because he comes from a different world, you know. And not you may like, have heard that podcast before this one. <laughs> no, no, no. That one, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I'm releasing these In things. In which case, but, hopefully y'all like Renee's. Uh, yeah, Renee, Renee was awesome, right, guys? And um, <laughs> anyways, he, that's the first thing he said. Hey, call him, man. What are they doing? I said, I just got the phone. Like, he was all worried, you know. And y'all just met. You know what I'm saying? So it's a cool vibe, and it's part of what we do, and, and it's not just business, but it's, it becomes family, and that's no, what we really meant. like about what we, what we do here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not trying to make this sound all sappy or whatever, but <laughs> that's just, it's just a cool environment that has been built, and with, with that idea behind it, and so, um, you know, a little baby Chevy, Chevette, whatever. If we want our, if we want our kid for... to break down constantly, and you know, we'll name him Chevy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Aww. Look at him. Look at him. Or I'm not we'll, that emotional, bro. We'll what do you him, mean? We'll name him, <laughs> or we'll name her Chevette. Are you talking about like a metal band? Like you want him to be dun 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 break down? Yeah, like breakdowns. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like clap breakdowns. And on that note, I'm going to go as Chris gave me the clap from Toxic City. Trigger Creek. You guys say bye. 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 <laughs> Mike Harris ending with the big see ya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Harris. See ya. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to thank Trigger Creek once again for coming on this ride with us, coming on this Ad- Adventures of Toxic City podcast. Thanks for sharing your life, your collections, your stories, um, how you guys got to get together and all that kind of stuff, man. We thank you for everything you do for us, all the time you spend here, for sharing your your time, your talents, your money is with us. Thanks for all the stuff you buy and support the shop. You guys are amazing. Uh, we appreciate everything from your collecting to Mike Harris is helping me with dumb video stuff I don't know how to do. So, uh, again, just big shout-out to Trigger Creek. Check out their music. Come into Taco City meet them as people. They're usually just hanging around. Um, so, yeah, that's that, man. Thanks for, for coming on this ride. Little, a couple more things before we go. If you didn't mark your calendars, you should totally mark them right now. 
September 12th is Little Heroes Day. We're going to have costume contests. We're going to have food. We're going to have hangouts. We're going to have a little obstacle course for the kids. We're going to have tons of people in costumes to take pictures with. You never know. We're going to have trophies being handed out. We're going to have champions being born that day in costume contesting. Some people call it cosplay, whatever you want to call it. We're doing that thing. September 12th, Little Heroes Day. Also, check it out. Our next Toxic Music Live event is being run by the Remote Junkies. That's right. It's the return of the junk. The Remote Junkies are getting back together for one more show. They haven't played in years. They're doing it here. Toxic Music Live. They also produce this podcast on bnenetworks.com. Um, that's bmoviesandebooks.com. You can check them out. They are Craig Wade and Brian Delaney. They have a podcast. It is funny. It rocks. It reviews a bunch of stuff. You should check it out. bmoviesandebooks.com. September 5th, the return of the Remote Junkies. They will be here rocking and rolling, bringing Thelma Weber back to life. I love that. So we're going to end this. Thank you guys for riding with us. Thanks for coming on this adventure of Toxic City. Thanks for just learning more about the cast of characters that build Toxic City, man. We got all kinds of people on this podcast. We have bands. We have artists. We have customers. We have employees. We have random all kinds of stuff, man. We just, anything that has to do with Toxic City Comics, we... uh we bring them on, we interview them, we hear their thoughts about the shop, about life, about their collections. So thanks for uh, following us again, man. It's it's so awesome to be to be in uh, podcast number two. So check us out next week for podcast podcast number three. We have some amazing stuff lined up. We're going to go out with a song from the band you just heard talking, Trigger Creek. I'm going to sign out and we're going to listen to one more by Trigger Creek. Thank you so much. Thanks for the adventure. We'll catch you next week. Boom.
Jack. 